Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuck with ability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode on the Inner Power Podcast. As always, I'm Olga, your confidence coach, and I'm here with you to discuss a whole new topic this week. And I think this one will be a very, very important topic for all of us, because I know that each and every one of us struggles with this. So today I want to talk to you about why you actually need to fail in order to build your confidence and to bring out your power. Now, I know you're going to probably think to yourself like, Olga, what the heck? Why should I be failing to feel more confident? Actually, I feel the complete other way every time I'm just thinking about uh the the opportunity or the possibility not the opportunity the possibility of even failing like I get anxiety and I I get you I've been there (laughs) trust me um I was afraid of failing for I mean for basically my entire life um for me failing was probably uh the worst outcome that I could have in that sense achieved or made um because for me, it meant so much. Um, for me, it meant if, if I were to fail, it would mean that I, I was a, a loser, that I was not enough. I was not good enough to, you know, achieve the goal that I wanted. Um, failing would have meant to me like being a huge disappointment to my family, to my parents, particularly. Um, it would mean that I I really, I I didn't basically deserve their love if I was not able to um, bring in the results that were directly or indirectly expected of me, right? And if you, for yourself, you know, you you do this kind of um, spiral or repetition of asking, you know, and what would that mean if you would start with, if I were to fail, what would that mean? And then you go on with the second one. And what would that mean, right? And so for me being like basically a disappointment, not only to my parents, but also when I found out later on that it basically also meant being a disappointment to God, which I was completely unaware of. Um, it basically meant, well, if I were to ask myself those questions, let's say seven or eight times, it would basically mean that, you know, I am not, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of the love of other people. Um, and that I'm not worthy of even this life. And so I get it. I get it if you're afraid of failing. Um, but the reason, and th- the reason why I wanted to record this episode today is because I know that this emotion, this emotion, this fear, because that's all that is is holding us back from all the things that we truly desire. Because if all of that, all of that, 
all of those things that I just mentioned, like not feeling worthy, feeling like you're a disappointment, feeling like you're a loser, feeling like you don't deserve anything, right? If that, if all of that is at stake of, you know, wanting to start that business, of wanting to shift your career, wanting to ask that girl or that guy out or marrying them, even though your complete families may be against it, um, whether it is about, um, you know, moving to a completely different place, for example, or pursuing a completely different career that is just not, um, you know, just not the norm within within your circle of family and friends. You know, if that, all those meanings that are um, behind this one word, failure, your mind is going to do jack shit <laughs> to move you towards that dream or that desire that you have because it's never going to risk putting you into this danger um, of not being worthy, of not of losing people's love, um, regardless what's on the other side. And that eventually... If we, if we stop pursuing our dreams, if we start, if we live a life where we just settle, we just settle for what is familiar with mediocrity, with doing what everybody else is doing, I guarantee you, you will end up living a life where you become completely frustrated and miserable because your dreams will never go away. In the back of your mind, you will always be thinking about, man, what would I, what would my life had become if I had just followed my, you know, desire for becoming an interior designer or for becoming a pro athlete, for um, becoming an author or musician, whatever your, your dream is, right? Or maybe starting an NGO or um, whatever, help, maybe creating your restaurant or, um, starting your blog, right? Those things will not go away. And the reason why they're not going to ever go away because is because those dreams and those desires that really like can set you on fire, that can spark that motivation within you to just, you know, to just do whatever is necessary. Um, those things are coming from your soul. They're coming from a soul level. They're not coming from your mind. Like if they were coming from your mind, you could debate about them. And then like, if they would not, um, seem as exciting to you or to your mind, basically, you would eventually get rid of them. Like, I'm sure you've had so many ideas (laughs) in your life where you were thinking like, oh, that will be a great idea. And then after a while, you even forgot about it. Like, if somebody were to remind you, do you remember when you were little, you wanted to do that or that thing, or maybe in high school, right? And you're like, really? It doesn't even seem like, you know, like me. It doesn't match my personality or or my interests or whatever. And those those ideas, those things, you know, they're they're more like coming from I don't know, I would say like from a situational kind of context, but they're not coming from that soul level. They're not like, and you will, I'm sure that you, if you have that one dream that you want to make happen in your life, I mean, let's be honest, we only have this one life and I am so, so sure that you, there's at least one thing that you would like to do in your lifetime while you're here on this planet 
and you still haven't done it because of this fear of failing and everything that is attached to it, right? Um, and and so when it's, when it's coming from our soul level, my point was just that it's inherent to us. It's like, it is us. So we can't shake something off that is like secretly and deeply a part of us, a part of maybe our mission, a part of our purpose of why we're even here. And um, like having the the knowledge or that consciousness that I actually would like to do that, but you're constantly like stopping and holding yourself back from actually going after it. That's what's going to cause you that frustration because there will always be like this gap between what you feel is right and desirable in your heart and the results that you're actually obtaining in your life, right? Because the results, they are basically the result of what your mind is deciding for you or what your mind considers to be okay and safe. And so Today, I want to dig a little bit um, deeper behind why is it that we are so afraid of failing and um, why it is actually a lot going to allow you to boost um, your confidence and bring out more of your, of your actual power when you finally allow yourself to fail. And I want to put a fail into air quotes because... Um, I don't know. For me, failure is just like I I'm I don't really like that word, but because um, to me there's only results, right? Um, failing, the word failure to me is like already a judgment or a meaning that we're giving to a situation to an outcome, and um, but let's let's put this on the side because that's like a whole another episode. But um, let's take failure just for what it is at um, at this moment, right? And for many of us that we're living. But so, what is actually happening? Why are we so freaking afraid of of failing, right? Of of feeling not worthy, basically. Of um, you know making a, for example, a career change, a career move, or um, just the 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 action of maybe wanting to start a business why do we make it such a big deal if we end up maybe not achieving the result that we want so for starters um all of you who are listening to me and who are tuning in every week first of all thank you so much for doing that it means so much to me um but all of you are tuning in because you want to improve something in your life right? Um, There's something that is bugging you and you want to improve it. And that by itself shows me that you um, have been raised to be a good achiever, right? You were were raised to bring in results. You would get your parents' attention and maybe, you know, uh, praise or um, words of, of, let's say, love and... um, and um, admiration maybe or saying that they're proud of you every time that you would achieve some a certain result a certain result that either matched their expectation right or went beyond their expectation and so with that you've learned that um, you're basically 
almost only lovable or significant enough for them to give you that attention that you wanted um, if you deliver results. And so you've learned that you have to stand out in a certain way. You have to be special, whether that is through your knowledge, whether that is through uh, great grades, you know, at school or university, whether that is through the amount of titles that you achieved, um, whether that is through maybe um, a specific position in your job or a certain salary income, whatever that is, you've learned that. And um, you've learned it because those were probably some of the only times that you really got your parents' attention, right? Um, And so the thing with that is when we take on this role, and I want to stretch it, when we are being an achiever, we're simply taking on a role. It's like... (laughs) It's basically like us being dogs and we've learned this trick. And every time we do this trick, we get a treat, right? And so that's the same for us. When you learn to be an achiever, you learn that every time you put, you make, you do that trick, right? You achieve that result. You're going to get a treat, whether that is in the form of just, um, you know, um, physical, emotional um, attention or connection, whatever your treat was. That was kind of like your confirmation or your substitute for like, I love you. You matter. You're, you're, you're valuable, right? And so failure, when we're achievers, failures is basically our worst enemy. It's like um, our end um, opponent, <laughs> if, you, if you were to put it into like kind of uh, game terms, right? Um, that would be like our, our worst opponent after passing all all levels of the game, you get to this end game. And um, because failure basically is going to decide whether you're going to stay in that game or not. Um, if, you know, if all our worth and lovability um, is basically attached to results, to external results that we are supposed to achieve, if this is our treat, um. Failure would mean that we're going to take the whole base <laughs> for being valuable and lovable. Um, it's going like failure is going to pull all this whole base for basically existence, for justifying our, our, our specialness and our significance. It's pulling that away from us. It's like a carpet that is being pulled away underneath our, our feet. And so if we don't have that, that base for justification for, um, being able to stand on it anymore, right? It seems like what what is there what will there be left to justify that I matter? If if I don't achieve those grades, if I don't achieve that job, if I don't achieve that perfect relationship, that perfect life, that um whatever it is, those titles, um whatever that your special treat was, for me it was always being having great grades to start off off with in school, right? And then have that good, well-paying position that is super safe. That's kind of like the treat that I was raised with. And so for me, failing for example at school, coming home with um you know, in Germany, one is the best grade that you can get. Six is the, the very worst grade that you can get. So if I were to come home with a three, 
which would be, let's say in the US, maybe a, a C, um, my world would be like, <laughs> like shaken. Like I would have, I would be so afraid to tell my parents that I had a, a three or a C because it meant that I'm not lovable. I am just mediocre. I am not significant or valuable enough anymore. And so we have this strong, strong attachment to external results and we make them mean or define our worth when in the when in reality it has nothing to do with our worth but we it feels like it you know logically we may we may understand that yes i get it like oh i know i know that my job doesn't mean that i'm not um um i'm not lovable or that i i'm not as as um as valuable to let's say my parents or caregivers um in that sense but boy oh boy if i will make you to pursue your dream you would feel you would feel that anxiety of failing every time i guarantee you and here's the thing like we may know a lot of things in our mind every time you say i know i know that i should be working out i know that i should be nicer to my kids i know that i should be uh, maybe more affectionate with my partner i know that blah 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 you know them on a logical level but I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> I have to break it down to you that, first of all, are you seeing the same results in your life? Are you actually doing the things that you theoretically know? And most likely you're not. I am not in many areas, right? Because it's a struggle. Because the truth is, it's not our logical conscious brain that is making those decisions, that is controlling our behavior when it comes to those to those points where we either have to leap and be courageous and take the step and pursue our dreams or step back and allow that fear of failing to get over us and make a step back because that decision is making is being taken by your subconscious mind. Actually, 95% of every decisions that we're making um, are being made for us just in case you didn't know, like you just pay attention when you drive the car, you're not consciously thinking about everything. Your subconscious mind is driving and just, it's like an autopilot because you could be listening to the radio. You could be on the phone with somebody. You're probably not even like consciously paying so much attention to what's happening on the road. Your subconscious mind is handling that. And so while it is obviously, um, helping us, um, and beneficial in many situations, um, it is not so beneficial when we have this clash between I really want to do this because I feel that it is right in my heart and I really want this. Um, and on the other side, feeling like I have to live up to certain expectations and I can't jeopardize my status of being such a significant person. So this achiever role that we take on, it's just basically, like I said, it's our survival strategy. It's, it's the trick that we've learned to get that trait, to get that attention. Um, but you have to realize that it is just a learned, it's just a learned strategy. It's just a learned trick. The trick is not you. It's just something that you do, but it has nothing to do with 
who you are as a person. It's this, it's kind of like the story, it's the spider web of beliefs that your mind has created and made you believe that this is who you are. That if you are not this achiever anymore, if you're, if you're not going after or bringing home those results anymore, then you are a completely different person. And this is just um, complete BS. Okay. I need you to understand that um, whichever strategy you've learned to get, let's say, your caregiver's attention from very early on, it is just a role that you've taken on. It's just like a personality, a mask. And I think actually like this analogy to the, to the dog and learning the trick is really good because you are not your trick. Yet our mind makes us believe that we are. The second pitfall that I, um, I've learned and I've you know experienced myself in this whole um, story of failure and why we should be um, basically so afraid of it is that we've been raised to believe that there is a right and a wrong way to do things. Right means we're winning, we're significant, right? We're, we're so worthy, we're awesome. And wrong means we're a failure. We're not like the whole, the whole chain that we talked about in the beginning and what it means, right? Um, so if there's always like a right and a wrong way, of course, there will be so much pressure for us to not mess up, right? To choose, to choose the right way. But let me tell you, like, if, if I were to ask every freaking person on this planet about, let's say your dream is, um, to follow the right career, right? Um, and maybe your dream is to become a writer, or a musician. Um, first, if, if, I were, if I were to ask every person on this planet, like, what's the right career? What's like a, a really worthwhile career? How many different answers would I get for the right kind of career or the wrong kind? I would get 7 billion different answers to that. Just, just think about it. Like seven billion, seven billion different right ways. So which one of those right ways are you going to take? Which one? <laughs> if you take person A's right way to a successful or meaningful career, you're going to be a disappointment and not valuable and insignificant to person B because he or she has a completely different definition of what's the right way of, um, or what's a, a, um, a valuable career, Right. So really what I want to get, and then if we, if we look into, okay, I want to become, if we, if we go like one level deeper, okay, I want to maybe become a writer. So what's the right way of becoming a writer, right? Um, I remember that um, when I did my coaching certification, like many, many years ago, um, I mean, I had no clue about um, what it means to to start a coaching business let's be honest like I had only found out about this thing called coaching I did my certification and um, what I had learned in during my certification is like okay and now you start your business and the way you do it is by uh, working one-on-one with clients right you offer them um, a three-month package with that and that many sessions the sessions should be this and this uh, long um, so this was kind of the right way, in air quotes, right way um, of starting a coaching business. And um, 
I was like, okay, that's how I got to do it, uh, right? Um, and then it, it kind of was not working for me. Like that style or those the, the, the sessions, like the whole structure, it, I felt really like limited and that I, I could not give people the value or the results that I wanted to give them. I felt very restricted. And let me tell you, if you feel, if you get that notion of you feeling restricted and what it is that you're doing, it is never the right way, <laughs> just as a side comment. But so, and then um, like a year into this whole coaching experience, right? I saw somebody that I gotten to know at a seminar, like offering a completely different um, style. She was offering sessions online and she was just doing I think like, I don't even remember, but let's say she was doing it online, just like a passive kind of teaching style uh, coaching program. And the point was, I saw that and I was like, you can do that? Can you do that? Like, so, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but since I was so um, so into this thinking that there is just this one way of, of pursuing a coaching business, it had like I had never given myself the permission to even think about different ways. And when I just saw that other um, approach from that other person, I was like, what? This is possible. That feels so much better to me. Right. And even though I didn't pursue that either, but um, it just showed me like, man, there is no right way to do anything. Nothing really. Neither to like the way to live the career, to pursue, to how to be healthy. We all have different bodies. We all have different like um, digestive systems, etc., etc. It's everything is individual, right? We have a different personality. So whatever it is that you do, I just want you to understand there is no right or wrong way. There's only one way that feels good to you and that is yours. So but the thing is, um, from from when we are born, basically, we as kids, we learn that somebody has to tell us what to do. Somebody needs to give us approval. And that by itself means that we're receiving, we're, we're performing something, we're doing something, right? And either people are giving us a, yay, that was awesome, or like, what the f are you doing? right? And so it gives us this kind of judgment between something is right, something is good, or something is wrong or bad. And this whole kind of being adapted to like receiving judgment and being always dependent on other people telling us whether something is right or wrong. Like it goes through all areas of our life. Like it starts with our parents or caregivers. It continues in school with our teachers or, or even in kindergarten, right? There's always somebody telling you, judging you and telling you this, you're doing it right. You're doing it wrong. At university, it's the same thing. At, at, at our work, it's the same thing. Like you apply, but then there is um, an HR manager who's telling you whether you're, you're good enough, whether your profile is right or whether it's wrong. Um, whether um, all the steps that you've taken up to today in, in terms of your career are good or bad. And then when you start the job, you're going to have a boss who's going to tell you whether you're doing a good or a bad job, etc. So from very 
from basically the moment that we enter into this world, we're, we learn that we are always dependent on somebody else to tell us whether um, we're worthy, whether we're significant, whether we're doing a good job or not. And, and it gives us this illusion that there is a right and a wrong way of doing things. Right? Um, but the point is, it's an illusion. So first, you learned a trick. You learned a trick um, that gave you this impression that, hey, I found the secret to finally receiving my parents or friends or whoever's um, attention and love, right? And then we do that trick and then we get this idea that there is a way to do the trick. Like I can only do the trick right or I can do the trick wrong depending on other people's responses. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Like the trick does not matter. And um, learning that you could be doing a zillion billion <laughs> different tricks to um, achieve certain outcomes. Um, because we need to learn that we have, we're, we're still just following or living based on this illusion that those things actually matter something about us. And here's the thing, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you've learned that basically we show up the most powerful and most confident um, when we actually love and like ourselves. It comes from within. But as long as we follow this illusion that we we need to achieve external results we need to do a certain trick that we need to operate in a certain way and and always look for this kind of air quotes right way to do stuff we're giving away our power to other 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 people other results other circumstances things that we can't control right things that we can control and actually we're 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 not paying any attention anymore to what actually gives us the power to what actually makes us courageous to what actually gives us like this unshakable sense of confidence where we where we trust where we can trust ourselves where we know that whatever happens i know that i got this and um, and this is why basically failing is so important. You need you need to be if you want to continue with using that word failure, it's okay. Um, but so if you if you want to continue, um, all right, let me take one step back. If you want to create a life that really feels good to you, that really finally feels like it has a meaning, that finally feels like um, you, f- you feel fulfillment, you feel like um, energized, you feel joyful, you really feel motivated to wake up to every morning. Not to just like um, work off certain to-do lists, but really to enjoy, enjoy life. 
Now we need to start failing in that sense. We need to start uh, doing what is not right, right? We need to start um, blazing our own trail and detach ourselves from those external results that we thought mean so much about us. They don't mean anything about you. Nothing. Um, one, one time I was driving in my car and I think it's going to be like super helpful to understand because I literally, when I heard this, it was shattering my whole like system. I was, I was driving, uh, to my parents' house and it's a, like a two hour drive. And I was, um, listening to this book called, um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Um, I was listening to the audio version of it because it's a dialogue between Napoleon Hill and the devil and um, he's basically they're having a conversation about you know um, why why it is that we we people um, for example are so afraid to do certain things um, how we're manipulated by our ego or by our subconscious mind and so when, when they got to this point of failure, the devil said, um, you know, basically we're humans are so, so stupid. I mean, I don't know how to put it else, but we're basically so stupid or blindsided because we're so afraid of failure, um, but we're not actually realizing what it really means. Um, the devil said, every time you're failing, it actually, you're not realizing that you're actually breaking an old belief. And that you're actually getting one step closer to what it is, not only what it is that you want, but actually to create a new kind of mindset that is helping you to move closer. Every time that you're being courageous and taking a step towards, you know, what it is that you want, you're go- let's say you want to become an author. Let's th- let's stick with that story. You want to become a writer, and maybe your programming, your mind is telling you like, no, this is so risky. You're going to be like a starving artist. You will never be able to maintain uh, or feed your family or earn as um, enough um, to provide for your family, right? But every time you're going to take action in spite of that fear, you're maybe you're not going to obtain the result that you want but you're going to shatter this belief that it is dangerous for you to pursue to pursue this that you're going to be um when we come back to you know the initial definition that you're not going to be lovable or whatever like you're going to realize that hey i just did that first of all i'm still alive second of all my family still loves me maybe maybe some will disagree with what you do they but they're still there they haven't abandoned you right? Or maybe you even find new people who kind of have the same mindset, right? That you make a a new quality of friendship with that you have not experienced with people in your life so far. So actually failure is something damn positive, you know? Because the more you're actually able to fail, the faster you're able to break those disempowering beliefs that are holding, like that are creating this gap between what you desire in your heart and what you think you should be doing. And the more you're you're able to break with those shoulds and I must uh, and whatever, the faster it will allow you to move towards what you really want. So for example, 
last the whole last year not the whole last year sorry but um for half for the half of the year I was struggling again with you know um kind of growing my social media for example I'm going to be honest here um I I was having like certain issues in my business still um and I had a I had a business coach also and so I always had that notion that I have to do things a certain way. I have to like post that many times. I have to post in this way. Um yada 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 yada. All those I have to and I should and and I can't do it that way. And I came to a point where I was like I can't like I can't maintain that anymore. First of all, it feels so off. Second of all, it's not giving me the results that I want. So basically I'm failing, right? And so after taking a time out in summer, I came to the conclusion, it's like, I have to go back to my way of doing things. I have to go back to a way that feels right to me, even though maybe thousands of people out there are telling telling me that this is the way to do social media strategy. And the the moment that I got back to um, trusting in my own approach, in my own power, remembering how I actually achieved things before in a way that felt easy and good and powerful to me. That's when I launched um, CCC, my uh, four-week course, Confidence, Clarity and Connection for the first time. And guess what? I got nine people to sign up for that course um, and I, I didn't do all those, th- all those things that my coach and other people were telling me that I should be doing. <laughs> I was just simply following my own gut feeling. Um, and let's say the messages that I have received from, from the universe. Um, and it was a success, but it was only possible because I was breaking like I was taking action and it didn't give me the result I was taking action and it again didn't give me any results it was frustrating as hell let me tell you that I'm not saying that when you when you um decide to allow yourself to um to fail that it's not going to be frustrating actually the whole frustration that's what's going to um you know break this idea for you that you have to do it a certain way and it will move you closer to figuring out and and connecting again to what is actually your way of doing things and finding your own path you're going to like kind of eliminate and dissect all those things that are not working for you even if you're let's say wanting to to be to pursue a certain career and you want to be to be a writer there is no one way you have to figure it out and so you will do that by taking the action and ob- obtaining a certain result and if that result will be dissatisfying to you if it's going to mean that you fail in that sense this will mean that you just found a way that is not working for you okay we can you know take that off our list try to f- like try to find a new one and the more you do that the more you will find your own way and the more that you will find your own way you know, the more it will be aligned with who you are. And the more it is aligned with who you are, the more power you will 
you will bring to that thing, the more powerful and confident you will show up because you're going to use your personal, innate genius and strength and talent. You know what I mean? You're bringing in your personality. You're not, you're not um, acting from this, oh, I have, to, I have to perform, I have to perform my trick again, right? No, you're actually just showing up as yourself and you're doing things that feel good to you, that feel aligned to you. Um, and what happens with that, if you're going to find your way slowly, you know, and you become comfortable with, so to say, failing, um, and learning from, from, you know, the actions that you took, what will happen is you will diminish your inner judge because, um, that fear or all those thoughts that are coming to you, right? When you're about to do something, what feels risky, um, you hear all those voices and those are kind of like our inner judges. And I'm sure that when you pay attention next time that happens to you, you will hear certain people's voices. You will maybe hear your mom's voice. You will maybe hear your dad's voice. Maybe you will hear your best friend's voice or your teacher from third grade who told you to not uh, whatever, do X, Y, Z. Um, all those voices that your mind has kind of registered and is following right, is, is obeying to, um, the, the more we break with those, with those beliefs and, uh, we do take action in spite of all the voices that we hear, you're basically teaching your mind that those judges voices, they are not so relevant anymore. And when you are able to kind of, um, also achieve positive, um, results from, being courageous and taking that action, you know, you're actually showing your mind that, hey, those judges don't, not only do those judges not matter, I'm going to take that action anyway, but look, now I was successful. Now I launched my course and I did it my way. So you're actually allowing your mind to let go of some of those beliefs that you had and um, strengthen actually that belief that hey, I know what I'm doing, right? So your mind, the more you do it, the more your mind will support you in that. Um, and if you make like, if you make failing in that sense, a normal thing, you know, you're taking away that power um, from other people, from external things, from your mind to making you feel ashamed or guilty. Um, and you're actually taking away this, this illusional carpet, right? That illusional um, kind of carpet that uh, can be pulled off of your feet or pulled off from underneath your feet. Um, and you're basically taking away bit by bit this notion of fear. You're creating um, basically a safe environment for yourself and for your mind. Um Another thing that will happen is like you will stop or you will slowly but surely um, stop holding yourself um, or measuring yourself up against other people's standards, other people's right or wrong ways of doing things. Um, and um, that again, once we, once we stop measuring ourselves against other people, we're finally able to see just our true worth. We can focus on ourselves. We can go back into connection with ourselves. Um, and in the end, you know, 
you will just learn or you will just take one tiny step after another um, and move closer towards and finding the right path actually um, towards what it is that you want. Like I mentioned, there is no right or wrong path. There is just your path. And so the more you will fail, the closer the closer you will get to your path. It's like, just, just imagine, um, just imagine that um, this belief um, of the, a successful career is having, for example, a safe, well-paid job in some big corporation. This is the belief that you're carrying with you. I was carrying with a lot. So since it was such a strong um, belief in our, in our minds, it's just like, it's just like a freeway. It's like an autobahn in, in your mind. And why is it that freeway? Because you see so many people driving on that freeway from all the people in in your environment. They're all taking that freeway. This is their career path and they're all driving on that. They're all searching for this corporate average mediocre job just so that they don't have to face like certain certain risks like being laid off or earning a small salary, etc. And so for your mind, like this is, this is the pathway to go, but maybe your dream career is actually somewhere, you know, on the sidelines, somewhere in the forest that is just growing or right um, next to the freeway, right? But how are you going to get there? You're not going to get there through the freeway. You will have to somewhere jump off the freeway and start like walking on on the field or whatever is there you know to get to that forest and it's just going to take a little while to figure out what's what's the right path for you what it's going to be maybe you're going to have to adjust because you get to a point where there's a river you can't cross it whatever or there is some kind of um I don't know what to call that in English, but um, just like a hole, let's say you have to kind of walk around it. So you have to get off that freeway first and then you have to make tiny steps towards, you know, towards your destination. And um, I understand like when I started the business, I had no freaking clue how to do a business and I studied business, okay? Like my bachelor's and, and, and master's degree in business have not prepared me for being an entrepreneur. It's like a completely different story. But like slowly but surely, I am figuring this shit out, right? And so will you if you allow yourself to take the risk and fail, so to say. Um, and if you do that journey... If you start taking your own path, you know, like I mentioned, um, what will happen is you will, you will, um, most, um, most importantly, or the biggest learning will be that, um, you will learn that you can figure everything out. You will learn that you can trust yourself. Like I, I, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm just figuring things out, but, um, what I've learned is no matter what risk I take or no matter what action I take, I know that, you know, first of all, I am just following what feels good for me. And so my standard or what I'm measuring against is just my own expectation. And my own expectation is just, just try it out. Just try it out. 
you know, just give it a shot. If it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, you know, we just have to find another way. But I don't give my mind the spaces anymore for judging me so hard and making me feel like I'm not valuable or lovable just because I'm trying things out. And I bring myself in uncertain situations, but, you know, I'm showing my mind that, okay, you know, I, I, I can... I can figure out how to navigate. I don't know how, but I mean, I just, I'm just going to do it. There's no other choice, right? But I'm teaching my mind that it's okay. We're going to be okay. In that sense, when you don't want to be afraid of failing anymore, you have to tell and show your mind. You're basically taking your mind by the hand. And, you know, your mind in that sense is just like your seven-year-old self, It's like your seven-year-old self who's afraid that mommy and daddy or whoever raised you will be not happy with you. And you're just showing that little kid that it's okay. You're here, whatever happens, you are here to love them and to show them that they're still, or not still, that they are lovable and that you will have their back. This is what you're actually showing your mind every time you're giving yourself the permission to fail and so and the ultimate I think the ultimate benefit if you start doing or living life this way is what I kind of did last year is like you're going to come to this point where you're going to be able to just let go of that identity because I can tell you just right now you know you have to let go of that identity but I know how hard it feels and you will only make that decision really with the emotions attached to it of like I've had it I've had enough of it is when you're going to feel so many so much pain from being stuck in this achiever role and just always looking for ex- for the next external results to tell you that hey you are really a great person and Yes, you can trust, you know, yourself and offer this product to people. It's going to bring value. When we when we stop relating and looking for those external validations and when actually looking for those external validations is going to be more painful to you than actually achieving those validations, then you'll come to the point where you're like, I've had it, I am... I am achieving things. And this is what I came to last year. I am I am achieving things. I have the discipline and I have, let's say, um, the drive to get things done and to achieve them. But I am not just an achiever. I'm so much more than that. And I just said goodbye to like being an achiever. I don't want to ad- identify with this role anymore. I identify with the behaviors, but I'm 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 not just this personality. I am much more than that. And so as much as I, you know, I take what works for me from this from the role that I've learned, but I'm coming and I'm using those behaviors. Don't get me wrong, but I'm using it from a place of my own identity, from being myself. And so I hope that you found this episode insightful and helpful. Um, like I mentioned in the beginning, I know it's such a big, big 
scary topic for all of us. But if you just allow yourself, just sit with, you know, whatever you heard me say today, um, sit with it and see what really resonates with you. Maybe there's things that are triggering you and saying like, oh my God, what she's saying is complete bullshit. Um, but exactly those things, those are the things where your mind is, is trying to maintain you in that story of like, no, we need to keep going. Um, we need to um, aim for those, you know, the, for the next level, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I really challenge you to just reflect where you have shown up in your life as this achiever. How has it affected your life so far, right? What were the positive and negative consequences of actually living that way? And um, finally, like, how is it actually making you feel? If it's just making you feel like super pressured, um, anxious, stressed, insecure, um, doubtful of yourself and what you're capable of, etc. I think it's it's a good time then to start to start failing <laughs> and to start showing your mind that. Um, you're ready to to blaze your own trail and um, that you're ready to to say goodbye to other people defining whether you're worthy or lovable or not and that you're certainly not available available anymore um, for your worth being um, measured or equated to external results because you were born without those results, right? You were born with this incredible power. You were born with this incredible confidence and it's time for you to reclaim it. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it served you. Spend some time in reflection and um, see you next week. You liked what you heard on this episode, but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on algamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.